Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Viking stock. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. <laughs> oh, Rick Spielman, your little evil laugh. What are you up to behind the scenes? Less than a month until the league year. Actually, the league year... Is March seventeenth, so we are right. one month away from well the free agency period opening up. I should say, right? The tampering period. But the tampering periods where I really, really get excited. Be great them. where you can you the can legal tampering. legally tamper. Legal tampering. Teams have been illegally tampering for weeks now. I would guess. I don't know what you're talking about. Why would teams do that? Teams like to cut corners. I JJ, JJ Watt just tweeted about ten minutes ago before we hit recording that uh, he just tweeted free agency is wild. Oh, oh yeah, yes it is. Oh, you got the Browns, you got the Titans, you got the Packers, you got the Steel, the Vikings. Rick? No, the Vikings. Are, Rick doesn't sound like the Vikings. JJ Watt, Rick, making the call. Yeah, making the call. Rick, make the call. Get the hall. Make the call. Get, get the, the hall. hall. Make that call. <laughs> get that. Get that son of a... All right. I'm not going to This is Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, and every single Wednesday, we've expanded the Write That Down brand from Mackey and Judd now to a football-centric version of it here on Purple Daily. We'll explain more in a minute. We'll get our guest listener predictor, Rob, in the mix. But uh, Write That Down Wednesdays on Purple Daily are presented by our friends at Corona Hard Seltzer, Declan Goff. Yeah, when I get my Write That Down predictions like I did last night, I, I cracked open a Blackberry Lime and I said, all right, here we go. What can I, uh, what, what outlandish prediction can I make? What, what good inspiration. Uh, what check down can I do? Maybe, maybe a, a touchdown down the seam. Corona Hard Seltzer is always my uh, inspiration for uh, these Write That Down It's your friend when it's cold outside. Yeah, and the tampering predictions, I, like, you always start with tampering. With a Corona Hard Seltzer. That's, it's the only hard seltzer made with Pure Beach Vibes. With a refreshing splash of fruit flavors, such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime, Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spiked sparkling water with natural flavors. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yeah, we're the only show in America on, on Mackie and Judd and on Purple Daily that actually keeps track of each other's predictions, faces the music, and walks through an accountability session every single week. 
on Mackie and Judd, we keep track of batting average and home runs. Here on Purple Daily, we keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And that's how right that now works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions, even if they are just loosely football-related, from all of us each week. They must be quantifiable. And if you want to be a guest listener predictor on the show, you can just send a DM to at Phil Mackie, at Dex's Tweets, and uh, we'll we'll get you scheduled. I think we're I think we're packed through April for right now. Correct. So we'll we'll start taking your submissions and your uh, your participation starting in May. And boys, the accountability session because we just started building our database of write that down predictions here on Purple Daily a few weeks ago, and we're kind of in a period like in the NFL, you've got things that come off the board all the time during the season, and then you've got these checkpoints like free agency and the draft and other there's going to be some dead periods where not many things come off the board and so this is one of them with that judd zolgad phil Mackey, listeners declan <laughs> oh, wow. nothing oh, came off the no! board this week so hold on tight though because i did present some things that are still oh, on the board look at your show look at you okay and because we don't have many things on the board <laughs> we, back to the other one though i want to pull some football and vikings related predictions that are on the board from the Mackey and judd edition mm-hmm. of right that the Down. old school yep so judd still has this outstanding prediction you said oj simpson will violate his parole and be reincarcerated he's still Oof. on parole correct i don't think he's violated he in fact he no got, i don't think he's violated he got a vaccine already yeah he did. Is he like I'm a sure frontline worker Twitter. or something? I'm sure right. he put it on Twitter. He's got. He has to go golfing a, a lot, and you're exposed to COVID on the golf course. I mm. guess. Is he, is he still doing he, weird selfie videos? He's still videos? trying to find it. Likely the killers. Okay. I mean, he's still out there trying <laughs> to actively yeah. find the killers. Maybe they're in the bunker on the 18th hole. Oh, his his Twitter stuff was very creepy. <laughs> hey, folks, it's OJ. Hey, everybody. Uh, Declan, you predicted that the Vikings will find a way to trade Kirk Cousins this off season. Do you still feel good about that? I do. I still do feel good about that. Do you really? Yes, 100%. Like, I love the thought. I just don't know. No, if they'll I, find a way. I, I don't know if I'd feel good about Courtney it. Courtney Cronin broke this down. If they want him, they'll, they'll, they'll make it happen. I if think it's a home run also. if it happens. It is a home run if it happens. I will ride if it's not. I Bye. told you guys, <laughs> this is one of the early. <laughs> weirdly aggressive sometimes. <laughs> I, I will come into the studio and kill you, write, Phil. Write that down. I will end your life. Yeah. If, if that's not a home run, you will die. Write, write that down has made me a, a horrible person. It's because I've been sabotaged. No, it's not. Write that down. No, it is. It's, it's not. It write is, that down. Right. Nope. Well, there's nope. external Maybe it just brings not up what I've been the, told on Twitter. It yeah. just brings yeah. up who the real person is. I don't know. All right. I predicted long ago. I will kill you, by the way. I said this like five years ago on Write That Down, maybe six years ago. Johnny Manziel will star in a reality show before starting again in the NFL. Yeah. So he hasn't done either of those things, and I have kept tabs and on this. He, but he's he playing did, in some new league, right? He did make a, a start or an appearance in this. It's like the fan. I don't remember yep. what it's called, but it's but fans get to like pick the plays of this like arena football league. Yep. It's mm. very odd, and Johnny Manziel is part of this league. Yep, so, I saw that. Good for him. Listener D. Lindahl predicted Tom Brady will start a game at quarterback for the Vikings at some point. I love it. Which, how would you guys feel if in like two years, 45-year-old Tom Brady? Yes. Wouldn't hate it. I'm here for oh, it. Oh, are you Wouldn't kidding? It. Love Definitely it. here for it. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so with that, here's the season stats here. Judd Zolgad, you have completed 50% of your predictions, no touchdowns. I'm at 33%, but I have three touchdowns already. Declan, 33%, no touchdowns. Listeners, 0% completions and no touchdowns. Got to get those listeners. You're throwing bombs, Phil. Yeah, man. Get rock and roll. All right, let's get Rob in here. He is our guest listener predictor for this week. Uh, Rob, are you ready here? 
I think I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, I think I am. Are you checking down? Are you throwing deep play action? What's your strategy? I think I'm. I think all the things I'm going to give today are purely in garbage time. Oh, good for you. <laughs> okay, Kirk Cousins. Amazing. Against the Packers. Kirk Cousins does rack up garbage time stats, but he also had the most touchdowns inside, like, it was, like, inside, like, five minutes and um, the game within three points or something this season oh, in the fourth nice. quarter. I saw that floating around on Twitter, which is great. It doesn't mean that he's Tom Brady, though. So yeah, Declan chiming in. Oh, oh, that's, that's nice. nice. Oh, that's nice. Good for you, Kirkers. Way to go, buddy. Wow. Kirky Mick Kirkers. That's, that's, con- that's like condescending Declan instead of condescending Judd. That's right. All right, so here's how this works. We're going to start with Rob, and we're going to go around the room, three laps. Everybody's predictions have to be quantifiable in some way, and then we can determine as a group if it's worthy of a touchdown or not. So, Rob, why don't you make the first throw here? I do want to pitch something first, though. I hope I'm not violating the rules. I'm looking ahead, though, not for the week. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. can. I mean, All right. as long All as right. if, Nick, if you predict something five years from now, that's fine. I mean, we're not guaranteed to still be employed in doing the show, but you can make predictions. Larry Brown will not coach the Packers. <laughs> Let's hope there's no more no more pandemics. Let's agree to that. Yep. You know. All right, so this is this is all based on whimsy and my wish. I'm by no I'm a passionate fan. I'm not a knowledgeable fan. So let's just begin with that. And my my belief is this: I think that we'll see a change coming in the fall, and the change of how we might see the uh, the, the team operate. So I'm going to pitch this. I'm going to believe or pitch that there are going to be two new offensive line starters who will score average or better in whatever scoring method used for next fall. Two we'll go PFF offensive line starters, average or better, whatever the scoring techniques are. Okay, we'll go we'll go PFF for that because okay. they grade offensive linemen, and I think I think that's fair. Okay. All right. I have a theme with all all three of my uh, predictions on our football centric. Write that down. And my first one is this. Jimmy Garoppolo will not be with San Francisco when next season begins. So Jimmy Garoppolo will not be with the 49ers when 2021 begins. Is this are you like step by step? Is this like the making of a blockbuster trade? Your predictions here? (laughs) No. Okay. No, it's just a theme. It's a smaller theme than that. Write this theme. down. Okay. Little Small theme. theme. Dex. Uh, Judd kind of made this prediction, but I'm going to make the opposite of it on Mackie and Judd. The Eagles will not receive a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. The okay. Eagles will, and I, we can put an expiration date by week one of this season, too. I'm not going to keep that out there forever. But the Eagles will not receive a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save my Carson Wentz prediction for, for my second or third one. I want to start with the Vikings prediction. Write this down. Joe Thune will be linked to the Vikings in a credible mainstream report by March 20th. And this is where I need your guys' help because I made a similar prediction about Kirk Cousins' trade rumors. What I'm trying to predict here is that someone with clout, so a mainstream platform or mainstream NFL reporter, will report that there is interest between Joe Thune and the Vikings by March 20th. Okay. Okay. And then, it, I'll, so I'll find some sort of, if it's not obvious, like I'll find a report, run it by you guys, and then you can determine if it's okay. a, if it's a point or not. I like it. Okay, back to Rob, your second second prediction. All right, I'm building on stuff here. <laughs> so, again, two offensive linemen, new, average or better PFF scoring. It's my belief because we've got um, we've got some powerful receivers. Cousins is a good receiver when he has some extra protection. We've got some great opportunities here. So I think there still could be a change in the offense. So I'm going to pitch this. I'm going to pitch, depending on who we have for the third uh, third receiver, I'm going to pitch that we become Air Skull 
and we're the top five receiving uh, offense next year, which could lead to some success. Wow. Pitching it. Just pitching it. So we're saying, so just to quantify this, top five in passing yards next top, year? Top five in passing, right. I'll okay. go with okay. passing yards passing if you yards. wish. Okay. Yep. That'll work. Let's say let's say passing yeah passing yards. passing yards that works yep yep Zim won't like that I like it <laughs> I know Zim I know. will be like what are you talking no he's no gonna, we don't pass we gotta like do that. something different guys we gotta do something different though where's gonna, Dalvin he's gonna fire clean the second yeah. fifteen where's Dalvin right, run back, Dalvin back to Judd all Write right it down you like writing things down Odell Beckham Jr. will not be with the Browns when next season starts mm. Odell Beckham Jr. will no longer be a member Declan Goff of the Cleveland Browns when next season starts mm. off the record do you care to speculate where he might is is the Tampa Bay stuff like Tampa Bay's yeah, I could Antonio see that. Brown's a free agent Godwin's I could see a that. free agent I just think that they they surmised that I think their offense actually operates better without him yeah and and they've got certainly the components so I think that they will move on from OBJ. All right. Declan Goff. All right. Similar one to Phil's uh, last prediction. Between now and the draft, a credible website will mock the Vikings trading up to take a quarterback. Whoa. Okay. So, so what's credible here? Like, like what if draftblaster.com mocks it? Where are we drawing the line at credible? Like what if WalterFootball.com? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's a question. Well, that is a great question. Uh, Thank you. Because you got what you got the home run for the Kirk Cousins random dude that we've never heard of before, right? That random dude said that he worked at ESPN and Yahoo at one point. He said point. his work was featured on ESPN. <laughs> there is a big difference between the two. So he got a link on ESPN.com. I, I guess we'll same thing. Like same thing with your Thuny one. I'll bring it to the table. I'll say it's this website. You guys decide okay. if it's true. Okay. Or if it's if it counts, I should say. That's fair. All right. That's fair. I like this. this is good. Write it down. You like writing it's things okay. down. If, if draftblaster.com <laughs> does it, definitely bring it to the table because I would probably give you that point. Okay. That's the thinking well, that man's guide. That to makes the NFL one of us draft. who would give him the point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, write this down. Carson Wentz will be traded to the Chicago Bears by next week's write that down session. Ooh. Carson Wentz will be traded. And just off the record here, this is not part of my prediction. I think the Bears are so desperate. Jay Cutler is the best quarterback they've had in 50 years, okay? They are so desperate to find a franchise quarterback. They feel so bad. Like, I'm sure that they want to get Deshaun Watson, but Houston is sitting there playing hardball. The Bears would probably give up multiple first-round picks for Deshaun Watson and make that mistake of Mitch Trubisky, uh, make that right from a few years ago. But they're going to get impatient. They need to know who their quarterback is very quickly, and so I think they are the team that's most willing to overpay 20th pick, right? Somewhere first in there. round pick is 20. I yep. think for the bears. Yeah. Yep. So I think, I think they're going to give up for sure. A first round pick yep. just to get this That's thing going. And then it's going to be up to Matt Nagy and company with really only one, like he only gets like one year. If they, if they miss the playoffs again, he's going to get fired. It's Matt Nagy in an off season and one year trying to get Carson Wentz back to where John he was three years D. ago. Filippo passing game. That's right. Coordinator for your Chicago bears. That's right. Wouldn't that be interesting? Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Back to Rob, your final prediction. Thank you, dudes. All right. Look, again, if I were a GM, this would sound, I would never be a GM for what I'm going to suggest here. But I was thinking about what Judd had said back in, uh, it was January when I wrote this down. And, you know, teams got to take their shots. Obviously, the teams with uh, QBs that they feel comfortable with, looking ahead to the future that are great, they have no worries. The teams that, uh, are really poor, uh, the poor records get the dibs on the draft choices. They got these great opportunities, and there's a bunch of teams in between. So I kind of like to pitch this. And if I were a drunken GM, this would this is what I would do. 
I would use, and this is what I'm going to suggest, uh, at draft point, at the draft uh, this coming April, there'll be at least one team that will take all their shots. Like half or better of their draft picks will be on quarterbacks because why not? So <laughs> wait, half saying, or better of wait. a team's draft picks this year will be on quarterbacks because why not? Why not do that? Take your shots. Uh, so you're saying that, so this is going to be wrong, but I love the prediction. Like it, yeah. it would be, it would be a touchdown pass if it happened. You're saying that if like a team has eight draft picks, they're going to take four quarterbacks in the draft. <laughs> Absolutely, why not? Why not take your shot? It's actually, you know, like if you had time to to you develop four quarterbacks, it would be the quickest way to get a quarterback, right? Yep. If you literally said, "All right, guys, we have ten draft picks and we need a quarterback." We're taking eight quarterbacks, and we're going to put them all through off-season workouts, and we're going to figure out which one of these guys is the alpha that's going to lead us into the future. Of course, the rest of your team would be terrible, but I love it. I love the innovative thinking from Rob here on Write That Down. Rob, since you've got this platformer, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that, that landed you in Write That Down? Well, I'll tell you this. I blame my father, who's uh, long deceased, for bringing me into Vikingville. Uh, he was a I think a Giants fan growing up, and when the expansion club came in in the early 60s, he was in uh, Hell's Kitchen. He just started following. So when I was born, I became a Viking fan, and it have been ever since. I've seen three of the Super Bowls where it caused me a slight bit of atheism. Uh, I've come back around. <laughs> I'm hopeful. Uh, so I give it to my dad who brought me into this world. My first game, by the way, was uh, at the old Met uh, Divisional Playoff with the St. Louis Cardinals in 74. Oh, yeah. uh, we lived from Michigan. He worked for Nor- Northwest Orient at the time, so the hub was in Minneapolis. So he took me to my first ball game there. I was in the corner where Rashad caught the ball in 1980. Um, so I'm a... I love them. They're, they're my team, have been, and I hope we get one before too long. Here's another one, my fourth one. Vikings, Bills, Super Bowl. One team gets off the schneid. For this year. For this year. I'm going to throw that one in for this year. Love for it. And love it. Sorry, for craps and giggles. Sorry, craps and giggles. I'm at a fourth. Vikings, Bills. Vikings, Bills, this coming Super Bowl. Love it. Year. Love it. That. Rob, thanks for jumping on, man. You, we Rob. appreciate Thank it. it we'll cool. talk to you on Ventline, uh, I'm guessing, next season. And and by the way, just a couple things. I love I love Rob's slogan for the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings football will turn you into an atheist. I think I think we're onto something with that. Yeah. And then as far as making drunken GM predictions and drunken GM thoughts, I mean, a lot of people who listen and watch the show on a regular basis would just accuse the whole show of being that that we are just a bunch of drunken mm-hmm. wannabe GMs who drink Corona Hard Seltzer and throw Kirk Cousins trade ideas at the wall. So no shame in that game. No, not at all. That poor That's guy. My life. That poor guy. These poor these poor people whose dads brought them into this ah. hellhole known <laughs> as, as, as the continuing cycle of being a poor Vikings fan. <laughs> Write this down. All right, Jed, your final prediction here. All right, my final one in my thematic um football. Write that down. Deshaun Watson will not be with Houston when next season begins. Well, so I don't. Right, I'm, check down, Charlie. Yeah, for real. I'm well. No, they're they yeah, keep okay. they keep trying to sell. Well, Deshaun Watson, we're we're not going to trade. Yeah, BS. You're going to trade him. You have to trade him. He will not be with Houston when next season begins. Yeah. So I gave you Garoppolo. I gave you OBJ, and now I'll give you Deshaun. It's Watson. actually really smart of them right now. If if this thing drags on beyond the point where the musical chair games of quarterbacks is closed, like if if all of a sudden. Five teams that are willing to trade for Deshaun Watson find their quarterbacks, then they've overplayed their hand. But mm. un, un, until, like, as long as there's four open chairs and the Niners need a quarterback and the Bears, et cetera. Well, and he's so good. And the Dolphins. That it's tempting. 
Yeah, you can. I, I like that they're actually. I'm, I'm not going to accuse them of being smart or playing chess out there in Houston because I think their front office and their ownership are a bunch of idiots. But right, but they got a, the gold standard right but, now. But playing this poker game and saying, "Oh, we're not going to trade him right now," is going to drive the value. And you up, have to so. say that, right? Yeah, for now, for like two more. Oh weeks. my God, our hand is being forced. We have to trade him. Somebody give us something. Yeah, we'll take a third round pick for a top five quarterback. Right, Write Dex. it down. You like writing things down. Your final prediction. Similar to Judd's, but Deshaun Watson will remain in the AFC mm. in 2021. Yeah. Deshaun Watson will remain Dolphins? in the AFC. I don't know where he's going. That there. Dolphins trade makes sense. I think uh, I think the Jets are going to pull the trigger on this. Okay. Now, And the, and the unique thing is he has a full no trade clause right now, so he can essentially decide. Like if he, right. if he decides, I don't want to play for the Jets, if the Jets offer 10 first-round picks and the Dolphins <laughs> offer one, and Deshaun Watson <laughs> says... Boy, it would be great for you guys to get 10 first-round picks for me, but I don't want to play for the Jets. I want to go live in Miami. Yeah, he'd screw, kind of at the, screw the Texans, right? Yep. yep. And then them. final prediction, write this down. Irv Smith Jr., now that Kyle Rudolph is probably going to be either released or traded, Irv Smith Jr. will catch at least 50 passes this upcoming season for the Vikings. His previous career high is 36 catches. I like, I like how you're thinking. Right and by now. the way, I'm, I'm putting in for the Vikings – if there's some weird universe where Irv Smith Jr. gets traded, which he won't, then I lose. The, but I, I'm sticking to this. The Vikings will feed him like the ball more thinking. often. They should. Yep. So those are your predictions. Write it down. You like writing things down. You're right. That down predictions and an accountability session. Again, if you want to be part of this segment on a Wednesday and you want to take your shots, just send a DM to at Phil Mackey or at Declan Goff on Twitter. Our DMs are open, even if we don't follow you. So hit us up. I've got. A nerd stat of the week for you guys in just a second that pertains to establishing the run and the Vikings' love for establishing oh, oh, run. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. good, because we don't see the run established nearly enough in these parts. Yeah, well, I've got some interesting mm-hmm. statistical evidence for you guys. Presented by Federated Mutual Insurance Company, which recently launched for you business owners out there. If you're a Purple fan and you own a business, then... Uh, this could be very helpful because they recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. As a business owner, how helpful would it be for you to have employee training at your fingertips? Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Well, that's where Federated and MyShield come in with trusted resources, peace of mind. Think about all the things that involve risk at your business, company vehicles, company ladders, etc. cetera. Uh, watching the purple, that's a risk, right? Well, <laughs> Resources from Federated and MyShield can help protect your business. So go to federatedinsurance.com and click on MyShield or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, you guys want uh, you guys want a nerd stat here? I do. It depends. I'm going to shove it Let's down here. Let's hear it, and then I can pipe. decide if I want to know more about establishing the run. It's second and 18. What should we do? Establish the run. It's second one. What should we do? Establish. It's second down period. Establish. <laughs> Establish. You got to run. Yeah. All right. All right. It's been my personal opinion, and I think you guys have shared this, that the Vikings mistakenly over-obsess about establishing said run in the first half in particular. Like when you just watch the games with the eye test, it's like, God, it just seems like they're they're just pounding it to Dalvin, right? They're and they're and they're oftentimes not like if you look before they ran up some first half points in the last two or three games of the season they were like second to last in first half scoring too their offense would pick up later in the game when they would throw the ball more at least that was sort of like combined with my eye test all right so get this the three teams that threw the ball the most in the first half last year 
were the Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Bills. Hmm. Also, the three most dangerous offenses probably in the NFL, right? Now, obviously, Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes are two of the quarterbacks and Josh Allen, but a lot of people would say that, well, if Kirk was given the chance to throw the ball as often as some of these guys, and maybe he would be regarded even higher up. So those three teams led the NFL in passes thrown in the first half, okay? So when you've got a wide-open blank canvas to start the game and game flow hasn't dictated that you're behind, right? Like, the the score is 0-0. Zero to zero, Yep, you're going in scripted. You're, you're just going in and you're going to do what you want to do to score as many points as Absolutely. possible. Absolutely. The Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Bills led the NFL in passes thrown in the first half. Mm-hmm. All three of those teams threw at least 90 more passes in the first half than the Vikings did this season. And so this, you know, this just sort of plays into the eye I test. I thought right? you were going to come up with some stat that, that no, no, what you saw is no. wrong. It didn't really happen like that. <laughs> it's the Vikings who are third. Can you believe it? What you saw was 100% <laughs> accurate. The eye test. Who needs yep. stats? The eye just told us. The Vikings, mm. the Vikings, so these three teams, the Chiefs, the Bucks, and the Bills, yep. they throw the ball to take the lead in the first half. Correct. And then they run the ball to grind clock and yards later sure. and to lean on the opposing team. Sure. The Vikings do it the other way. They think we need to run the ball to get a lead and then pass when we can and then run the ball more to maintain the lead, right? And what happens is they don't maximize their scoring output in the first half because they're not using their weapons as much as other teams like Justin Jefferson and Thielen. Now, the the layer on top of this is, well, their offensive line is built to run the ball, not to throw the ball. So if you just if you just had everything the same and you called more passes. A flawed concept at best. It might be a disaster. But I thought this was interesting, and I think it's something that the Vikings need to address if they want to maximize what they could have on offense. So let's dig down here just a bit into what that stat means too, because I think it goes beyond the overall offensive philosophy. And I think where it really goes down to is defense and the fact that what does Zim want? I mean, Zim, Zim says he loves to run. He loves to establish, let's establish that run game. And he loves to grind, right? But I don't think he does it because he loves it as far as he uh, views himself or sees himself to be an offensive guy. I think he loves it because it benefits potentially the most important thing in his life from a football standpoint, right? Defense. And, and so he begins He's games. Wrong. So he begins, but, but I'm saying, I think in his mind, he begins the week game planning for the opponent by thinking, how can I benefit my defense the most? And if I can establish the run and eat clock, no. then my defense stays fresh. I'm with what you're saying. My point is, I think that's how Mike sees the game, you, though. You know what helps your defense? And I'm not trying to kill the messenger here, you, but like, what helps your defense is having a 10 point lead, and, and then you know the opposing team is going to pass, and now you now you now sure. you know what they're going to do. Sure. And what happens, especially in the first half, is the Vikings find themselves in a lot of close games or games in which they're maybe losing by three points or seven points. And and so the opposing team's playbook offensively is still wide open at that point because they can kind of do whatever they want. Oh, we got a we got a we got a seven point lead on you, ten point lead on you, right? Mm-hmm. And so again, I think at the end of November is when I I remember looking up just the the amount of points the teams are scoring in the first half versus the second half, and the Vikings were scoring like 
I want to say like 50% fewer points in the first half than the second half. And so on one hand, great. The Vikings, once they get it going and once they start throwing and using their Which weapons. they forced to, though. Yeah, they can, they can put up some points in the fourth quarter, etc. But do that to start games more often. Just throttle down and say, you know what? In the first half today, Justin Jefferson is going to get 10 targets because he's our best weapon. Well, yeah, but that's, that's the clear thing, right? And they won't do it. They just won't. My God, Kubiak. I think Clint Kubiak knows this. Okay, it just depends on if he's young and he's good. And Mike is going to say, "Clint, your father did it right. Run the Clint. Your father. Call your father. He will tell you. Run the ball. Run the ball. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Daddy. What does he do? That's what's going to happen. Grab the toys. Bring them to the carpet. (laughs) Do you know the intriguing thing of this entire um, thought process? And it's one that when they signed Kirk, and to be clear, I am not about to rip on Kirk, okay? So this has nothing to do with Kirk being at at fault. But the one thing I didn't think of in March of 18 when they signed Kirk, and that now becomes clear with the philosophy that the Vikings have, is I think if you're the Vikings, you should have seen with your coach, you should have seen quarterbacks as being potential car lots, right? Like, okay. We're going to go to to the the Porsche lot. Oh, my God, these are great. But does our coach want a Porsche? And the problem is, and, and this is why now it's clear in retrospect, why to a certain degree Case Keenum succeeded? Because they went to the used car lot, and they got a used car, and it was sufficient. It got them places. But because of how they viewed things, or I'm, I'm sorry, because of how their coach viewed things, they could do that. I really think now in retrospect, not to name names, but this becomes the perception of if Zim is going to be your coach, your thought process almost should be what quarterback lot should we go to to get our starter? And he wants to trickle down so much of your cash to defense. That's part of the big problem here. Yeah, it's it's almost like, all right, Mike Zimmer knows what he wants to eat for dinner, and there's a Kirk Cousins on the menu, and it's the most expensive thing. And he's like, I mean, I don't, I could I could do without that. I'd, I'd rather spend my money on other things. Because you no, know no, what no. he wants? Meat and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I want meat and potatoes. I, I, I want to establish meat and potatoes. And he's like, no, you're going to get the mystery meat that Kirk grilled on that Instagram photo like, no, from three years ago. I, I don't want that. You don't know what that is. Give me the Keenum. Yeah. So I thought that <laughs> was interesting. And by the way, the Vikings were, I believe, uh, either last or second to last mm-hmm. in pass attempts in the first half. Or they were bottom five for sure, in case it wasn't obvious. So, <laughs> so your stat of the week just showed me. Sharpfootball.com. Drove me even more crazy. Drives me more. Drives me nuts. So that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily, and uh, we'll get back to our How to Fix the Vikings discussions, likely starting tomorrow. And then Daniel Jeremiah is going to join the show to drop some uh, football and draft knowledge on Friday. So plenty ahead later this week. Mackie, Judd, Declan, thanks for hanging out with us.